0: The power of choreography, not just tactics. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, what's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited you joined me today because we're going to talk about what the power of choreography is in relationship to tactics Now, tactics are usually one-off. They're usually skills. And so if you want to think of it this way, each skill that you learn is a tactic that can be put into play in the overall whole. Now, if we were looking at it in terms of a ladder or a scale, then we would say tactics have to be learned. You have to get skill at something that you're doing. And then you have to have a strategy to implement those tactics. And then from there, you have to have choreography to implement the strategies and tactics that you now have under your belt. And this is the problem. There are lots of people talking about strategy. There's lots of people talking about tactics and all of that stuff is great. There's nothing wrong with it every everybody needs a good strategy and everybody needs good tactics, right? They need good skills. But when it's all said and done, it all still has to be orchestrated or choreographed into an overall whole. And the power of choreography really starts to shine when you can look into the depths of some great choreography as opposed to just running a tactic. So running a tactic would be like having a funnel or building a funnel and thinking, okay, this is the one this is going to make it for me. I'm going to make a million dollars because I have a funnel. But then you have no idea how much it costs to acquire a customer. You have no idea how to get the customers to the funnel. You have no idea what happens if they get to the funnel, they sign up, but they don't buy. What happens afterwards? How long do you Follow up. Do you follow up? There's so much choreography that goes into making one great funnel. And anyone that's had success with a funnel will tell you that it is a a holistic view that you have to choreograph into play. And in the meantime, it also took some skills and tactics of understanding the guts of what that funnel was doing, all the way down to, are you a good copywriter? Do you understand how to lay out a page? Do you know the psychology of how people use funnel pages? Do you know the type of funnel that you're using and therefore the stuff that you have to put on? Does it need a video? Does it just need a headline? Should you have a form on it? Should you have a form pop up on it? What is the tactic? What is the skill set that you need in order to make that one funnel page work? And that's just one example. What if you're running an event? If you're running an event, what is the choreography, the overall whole of what is trying to be accomplished? But if you are the organizer, the running person, the uh, operator of that event, you have to have the tactics and skill sets to understand all of those pieces. But just because you understand how to check somebody in at the front desk doesn't mean you know how to choreograph the overall whole. And so tactics are great, and yes, you've got to learn tactics, and you've got to learn skills, and you need these things under your belt, but not everybody is skilled at choreography. You might even be skilled at strategy. In fact, you might have found a really great strategy from the last guru you were listening to. They might have provided this beautiful strategy, and you thought, this is great. But then as you put it into your system, you didn't actually see how ecologically it could fit in and operate within the system. And one of two things happened. It failed miserably or it started to break other things around you when it's just a strategy. And especially if you didn't have all the skill sets and the tactics that needed to come with that strategy, sometimes gurus are guilty of doing that. Teaching a strategy and you not having the tactics to actually execute that strategy, meaning the skill set to do it, this is a really big deal, right? And a lot of times they do that and it's not out of harm or, or malintent. It's just because they don't want to scare you away by showing you all the tactics and how-tos that you would have to do in order for that strategy to work. So you have to keep that in mind. But why would choreography have more power over just doing a strategy or tactic? Well, because you can take that choreography and the choreographer can look at it and say, oh, you have these tactics, these skills. Let's choreograph those into a strategy that is the most appropriate for you instead of just giving you some random set of strategy that's combined into the overall whole that is based upon tactics and skill sets that you don't have. This would be bad. Now, let's take an example here and talk about one of the best players in basketball ever, Michael Jordan. Hands down, he's always in the conversation. And are there other players that are really great and maybe contesting being the greatest player ever? Yes. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. These three are always in the conversation. They're always in the talks about the greatest player ever. But let's talk about the choreographer in that mix. And let's talk about where they learn their skills. So we're talking about both sides, right? On one side, you have somebody like Michael Jordan who is amazing and can do his thing. He learned the tactics and skills along the way, kept honing them in, kept doing them better. He learned them from his individual coaches. He learned them from his high school coach all the way through to college, all the way into the pros, and had other coaches that would work with him on becoming the best he could be. Then you had Phil Jackson. Now, was Phil Jackson ever the best player on the planet? No, far from it. He was the best coach. He has more championships than anybody else. And why? Well, everybody could say, well, because he had Michael Jordan and he had Shaq and he had Kobe Bryant, right? All those were the the tools. Well, yes, and and he had a strategy. He had a strategy to live by, play by, and operate by. But it was more than just the strategy. He choreographed those strategies together. So that the overall whole would work. So he took Michael Jordan and he had 11 other players, maybe 10 other players, on the team. And many of them were great, great players, not nearly the level of Michael Jordan. So there's an a, a, a perspective on skills and tactics, all of the same skills and tactics were shared with Michael Jordan as with the rest of the team. What they did with them and the strategies that they implemented, each of those players, to become the best at those tactics and skills was completely different. Why did Michael Jordan, with all of those same players, having all the same access to the knowledge? Well, some people would say it's talent. I would argue that most of the talented people Bail and they go, Well, that's boring. Let's do something I need to work at because that's kind of human nature. But every now and then, somebody with the talent says, I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to take that talent and I'm going to drive it. And I'm going to take those skills and tactics that I'm learning that everybody else is learning. And I'm going to, with good strategy, elevate my level to the next level. And then a great choreographer was involved like Phil Jackson and came in and said, great, let's take that great strategy, Michael Jordan, that you have of making those tactics and skills amazing and let's amplify that. Let's choreograph that into a system where all the other players that are getting the same tactics and potentially even have some of the same strategy, not all of them, if you listen to Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they had a ridiculous strategy for being better than everybody else, utilizing the same tactics and skill sets that everybody else had. Because they were doing the same thing, they were just doing it with a better strategy. And Phil Jackson took those two players at two different eras and actually helped them attain the championships that they went after by choreographing the whole, taking the other pieces and putting them in in the right place. Because one of the biggest, most powerful things about a choreographer is that they can actually see the holistic picture and take into account the assets and the downfalls, the shortcomings. And then they can choreograph the show so that it actually takes advantage of both, not just one, not just the assets, but also of the downsides, the shortcomings. This is incredible. And when you see coaches do this, if we're just talking sports, it is an incredible feat to see them play out the choreography to actually work against the other team because they understand their shortcomings, they understand the things they do well, and they have now put that together in a scheme, in a piece of choreography that can help the overall whole move forward. So how does that work in your business? Well, you may need a tactic and you may need to learn the skills from that tactic. In fact, there may be a bunch of tactics and skills that you could, quote unquote, learn. Or you can leverage it and you can figure out how to get that done, but not necessarily learn it yourself because you might have a better strategy. Now, if you have a better strategy, if you can get all of that choreographed together based on your position, based on your shortcomings, based on your assets, now all of a sudden you're taking the full power of choreography and bringing it to life. So I encourage you to look at what you're doing. Are you working on a strategy right now, but not necessarily the choreography? Are you in a phase where you're working on the tactics and improving your skill set? You hear a lot of different things from a lot of coaches out there. Well, you should double down on the things you suck at and get better at them. And then on the flip side, you hear, well, you should double down on the things you're really good at and don't worry about the things you suck at. Okay, well, I'm saying either of those could be true for you. And... I really don't have any energy around either side of it. But the truth of the matter is that any way you look at it, you're still going to need a strategy for that tactic. And you're still going to need to have choreography for that strategy. All right. So that is the power of choreography and not tactics, right? They're all still necessary but you need choreography, your business needs it, you deserve to have it, you deserve to choreograph how your life interacts with your business and how your business interacts with your life. You deserve to have choreography in your business that allows you to start to only do the things that you love the most about your business because you've had to go through it. And if you haven't, you will have to go through it, which is doing the things in your business that you don't particularly like too much And once you start to gain and understand the power of choreography, you'll start to realize that you can leverage some of these things and have a great piece of choreography that is specifically designed for what you're doing in your situation and the way you need to be able to serve your people in the best possible way. Guys, I'm excited to be able to share this with you, and uh, I'd love to chat with you. If you need some help with your choreography, reach out. There's lots of ways to find us. Anyway, uh, until next time, don't forget, keep working on choreographing your business. We'll see you on the next episode. Every business needs choreography choreography in your marketing, your operations and your sales. That's why we created the Business Choreography Group. Come and join an amazing group of business owners developing their choreography to help their businesses grow and scale. Go to bizchoreo.com/group to join us today.